Morning. It is first thing Friday and it's time for fix. This is the audio version of my email newsletter. It's made with Amazon Polly and a synthetic voice. Read the original, with all the links, at addictivelondon.com. Enjoy. Fix Insider, March 31st. New TV. The rapid growth of streaming has added a new revenue opportunity to the TV hardware players. Since the rise of the Japanese players, manufacturers have looked for ways to leverage their installed base and there was a time when a number of Hollywood studios were owned by Japanese hardware firms. Now Sony is the only one left. Samsung have shown the way, with a successful ad business built around their strong installed base of smart TVs. LG and Roku, amongst others, have seen the opportunity to combine their hardware with ads. Owning the operating system enables you to act as a gatekeepers and the rise of Newt has made that increasingly lucrative. Google has both Android TV and Chromecast, and a partnership with Sony to be installed on their TVs. Apple TV remains an enigma when it comes to hardware, but Amazon are being very aggressive, announcing it has sold over 200 meters Fire TV devices. The most interesting play in hardware recently has been the Sky Glass, bundling the content with the device. Could others develop this model further? Apple continue to invest in content for their TV service, they are expected to bid for the UK rights for the Premier League and are now thought to be planning to spend $1 billion making movies for cinema distribution, emulating the Amazon strategy. While expected to wash their face at the cinema box office the true role of these moves is marketing for the streaming service. If you wanted to see Oscar-winning Coda you need to subscribe to the Apple app. Bloomberg explains the Apple and Amazon approach well, noting the studios are still needed for real-world distribution. And the success of Amazon-backed Creed 3 at cinemas shows that successful films can make real money and market the streaming app. Marketing is a big reason most people in Hollywood still believe movies need a theatrical release to be an event. Maha Dekol, the co-head of film at talent giant Creative Artists Agency, said as much. Patrick Whitesell, the executive chairman of Endeavor, did as well. And Jeremy Zimmer, the chief executive officer of United Talent Agency, feels that way too. But just as the health of the box office improves, Cineworld is struggling to avoid bankruptcy as PE firms look at an acquisition that will see them choose the better bits of the business. But the UK and US cinema chains are not attracting bids, leaving their future quite precarious. Back in advertising land, media buyers want more Netflix, but want to pay less. And interest in free ad-supported streaming TV, FAST, is growing, making this new guide to fast useful. For a great insight into the future of streaming, Read the new book by Matthew Ball, The Streaming Book. AI. Like everyone else Hollywood is thinking through AI and many are concerned. Things are moving so fast. Too fast says Elon Musk and hundreds more luminaries in a letter demanding a pause on AI development. I think the genie is out of the bottle. The best way to get your head around the space is probably practice writing prompts, so you see what works and what doesn't. Good advice on that from Wired, our friends at TBD and this book from Prompt is proving a good investment and you can play around with the plugins, Zapier is a good place to start. If you want to stay right on top of developments this new product might help, what did OpenAI do this week? Merchant. If you have some time it's worth reading the big picture section and the latest next results. They have made a number of acquisitions and now manage the online business of a number of retailers, from building websites to fulfilling sales. It's a great reminder of how great merchants evolve. A good opinion piece from a Dunhumby exec gets to the heart of the merchant media debate, where does the money come from? In an ideal situation, retailers want to attract as much new investment as possible, building upon, rather than cannibalizing, their existing revenues. In spite of that, 
research suggests that anywhere between 16% and 40% of current retail media spend is simply money that has been shifted away from trade and shopper marketing budgets. That's a clear problem, because it speaks to a significant missed opportunity to create fresh revenue streams. Ahead of a planned trip to Australia I am taking more interest in what is a very sophisticated market, lots to learn here. Amazon only launched there in 2017 but are doing well, showing substantial growth across online sales, up 46% to $1.3 billion, Prime, up 58% to $250 million, and ad revenue hit $100 million, up 63%. And I saw an Australian site interview the McKinsey lead on commerce media, with lots of smart thinking, including this gem. If you were to spend an hour trying to improve the outcome for your campaign, you're probably better served spending that hour on creative execution rather than on media execution. I guess it's a good thing for media that we're getting so good at it now, that it's progressively sucks less. But I'm keen to see people return to taking a holistic view of media marketing. Live streaming continues to fascinate, even as everyone struggles. Wired is very bearish, a long article comparing US efforts with the Chinese market concludes it's a dud, despite quoting quite positive Amazon spokespeople. Uniqlo are trying to make it work, here you can see the session they ran this week. Google share a case study on how Shopify merchant can use Google ads, quoting a ROAS of 890%. And they shared their thinking on the future of retail, global trends shaping the next five years. Is fast last mile maturing? Uber Eats are cleansing their platform of dark kitchen businesses that offer the same menu under numerous brands, gaming the system and flooding the app. Uber Eats plans to remove 5,000 online storefronts, covering about 13% of virtual brands in North America. Among those scheduled to be removed, 12 virtual brands selling identical breakfast burritos from a Colorado sports bar, 14 brands serving the same sandwiches from a New York City deli, and online-only options from a San Francisco-based Pakistani restaurant that, at one point, replicated its menu 20 times. Uber Eats declined to share names. The FT tell us that GoPuff use Uber Eats for some deliveries, at least 4%. Given how important utilization of riders is maybe that's a smart move, but it also suggests problems. GoPuff is giving away margin and it must have a corrosive effect on the brand. If a customer notices that Uber have delivered rather than GoPuff, who do they go back to for their next order? While demand appears to vary geographically, three GoPuff drivers speaking to the Financial Times, as well as others posting on social media, have complained of too few orders coming in that makes waiting around less worth there while compared with working with other delivery platforms. Amazon starts warning customers about frequently returned items, the information. Ads. Ad spend is proving quite resilient, despite the economic woes. The Wall Street Journal. We were always expecting more slowdown in 23 with tepid macroeconomic expectations. Now, three months later, we see that the economic signals are actually not so bad, and some of them are improved if we compare to three months ago, said Vincent Latong, executive vice president of global market intelligence at Magna and author of the report. I think it's now clear the talk of an ad downturn was used by Meta and others to cover up the impact of ATT on their ad revenue. A key factor in ad spend is measurement, and a new HBR report covers the renaissance in market mix modeling. As we have covered before this approach is now back in favor and used by many smart brands. HBR have been experimenting with calibration and find it has a significant improvement. Lots to learn here. As more and more people wake up to the value of creative and its impact on effectiveness, the divide so common between media and creative is being questioned. The smart people at Essence Mediacom are in the vanguard trying to solve for this. Snap. Snap have launched a new company offering retailers access to the R tools they have developed. 
Separating the products from Snap Ads simplifies the offer and I wonder if it makes it easier to partner with Apple when they launch their hardware? A good example of the Snap Tech is their ray tracing tool which Tiffany are trialing and Snap claim a 93% improvement in conversion, and a substantial reduction in returns too. The team at Snap is going through some changes. The London team which successfully launched Snap outside the US has seen a number of top people leave, whilst they poached the MD of Google. In the US they have hired a formed Microsoft exec as a replacement for the execs who moved to Netflix last year. Some leaked documents detail how Snap reward creators and the best practice they encourage. Metaverse. Is the Meverse still a thing? Disney don't think so and have closed their dedicated division, firing 50 people but keeping the head of the division on. Rishi Sunak seems to be less keen too, with the news the NFT he asked the Royal Mint to produce has been shelved. But Roblox is going from strength to strength and released two generative AI tools last month and a presentation this week captures their ambition and the scale of the platform. TikTok. While they are still here and despite an extended pile on for their CEO, TikTok are trying to run business as normal, sharing a comprehensive myth-busting document with advertisers. Research firm Disco have a new report on driving TikTok at effectiveness. TikTok are launching a creative agency academy and they are promoting their Effect House branded effects. We looked at Saudi mega project Neom and how they use Twitter in the latest good TikTok creative. People are finding super inventive ways to use the platform, here using a R filter to measure push-ups by the user. But TikTok admits it banned former NBA player critical of China. Plus plus. The future of payments is. Red? Andresen Horowitz. Recode Media, an SVB, few, update plus Benedict Evans on the future of, almost, everything on Apple Podcasts. On with Kara Swisher, open AI CEO Sam Altman on GPT-4 and the AI arms race on Apple Podcasts. South by Southwest 2023, top entertainment industry trends, Luminate. I saw the face of God in a TSMC semiconductor factory, Wired. Apple reportedly demoed mixed reality headset to executives in the Steve Jobs Theater last week, Mac rumors. A new technology boom is at hand, FT consumer tech might no longer be a growth area, but the digitization of industry has just begun. New McKinsey thinking on the value of customer experience is really interesting, highlighting the value of existing customers over new ones. Rising consumer demand brings investment in luxury visual media, FT. Sha Hongshu is teaching young Chinese women how to buy the perfect life. Why Chinese apps are the favorites of young Americans, Wall Street Journal.